0: Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast, We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons, So that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings, get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. All right. This is a fun episode kind of as we come into the end of the school year, right? Things are starting to wind down. It's the end of May, which is hard to believe crazy, And we're going to be talking about what it takes to create the teaching life that you dream of the teaching life of your dreams, really. And it's a very interesting concept that we both have learned from one of our like life coaches, essentially. That's what Neil is. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to share with you guys a little bit later in this episode. But before we do, I want you to think about the two questions I'm going to ask you, and then we're going to share our personal stories as well around this. I want you to think about when did you know? that you wanted to be a teacher? And what did you have in mind? Like, what was that idea of what being a teacher embodied? And does the reality of teaching match those dreams that you had as a young child or whenever you felt the calling to be a teacher? And so Jessica, I'm going to ask you to share first. When did you know you wanted to be a teacher and did your experience match that dream that you had?
1: Great. So I knew very, very early on, probably as like a three-year-old, I was, you know, that teacher or that person, I guess at the time, uh, teaching school to my stuffed animals. So I'd line them all up. We would play school hours. My mom said, I was just so entertained by this all the time. And then when I had a younger brother and then my little cousin used to come over all the time, like they became my real students and I'd give them assignments and lessons. And I had my little grade book. And so then when I actually got to be like in a school and could help a teacher, you know, clean out the closet, that was like, Oh yes, I hit the jackpot or, you know, <laughs> she'd give me old books that she didn't need anymore. Like, so very early on, I wanted to be a teacher it never wavered from that. Um, and then, did the reality match what I envisioned? Yes, and no, right? Like, yes, in the sense that I loved, loved, loved being a teacher. I loved being in the classroom. I loved coming up with creative lessons. I loved having fun with my students and making those connections. I loved the families and who I worked with. So, that part was amazing. But then there were all the other things that I just didn't anticipate, you know, like, oh, coming up with report card comments or the yard duty I had to do. So, no, the reality didn't match in that sense.
0: How about yeah. you, though? Um, so yes, same thing as a kid growing up, I used to set my stuffed animals up and, you know, do school with them. And I remember like having pieces of binder paper, I had two younger brothers And so I'd assign them homework and like the neighborhood kids, I'd assign everybody homework too. (laughs) I love it. I totally did the same exact thing. And then my mom was a teacher. So growing up, my mom taught at the school where I went. And so every summer I'd help her get her classroom ready and I'd help her grade papers. And my dad was a teacher too, for the younger part of my life. Um, My grandma was a teacher. Like I come from a long line of teachers. And so when I went to college, I was like, I am not going to be a teacher because I'm the one who is like, if everyone's going to the left, I'm the one who's going to go to the right and do the opposite of what everybody tells me to do. And then I remember my senior year, I was doing a, an end of the year project for like my last class. I can't even remember what it was in a communications class. And I woke up and I looked at my, my, my husband, who was my boyfriend then at the time. And I was like, crap, I think I want to be a teacher all this time in college, trying to not be a teacher going down a different path. And I just felt like this calling to have you know, just this bigger impact on the world than what I was, you know, envisioning I was going to do all Mm -hmm. throughout college. And so it's like, I woke up one day and I was like, oh no, it was like a dread feeling. And then I was like, all right, let's do this. I got to go apply for jobs. It was May of my senior year of college. And I was like, I guess I'm going to go be in in the classroom. And so I'll say the first school that I was at, no it did not match. The reality did not match what I thought teaching was going to be like at all. In fact, I quit. And it's a story that I'm sure I've shared here on the podcast. I've shared it in our book, The Empowered ELA Teacher. And then when I went back to the classroom where I met you and my other school afterwards, when we moved up to Northern California, I would say yes, because I was intentional with what I was creating for myself in the classroom. So I set out for like a different intention. I set out for like a different experience for myself because I didn't want to repeat what had happened to me in the past. And so I came into it with this new mindset, this new perspective of this is going to be what I want it to be. And it's not going to be what happened to me. Is that? Yes, that sounds- I love that. Yeah. I love and that. I think the that's intention. so powerful of how we get to, <laughs> this is going to be woo- we get to source <laughs> what we want in our lives. You know, Mm -hmm. we set an intention for something and then we take that inspired action forward and we change our circumstances because of what we intend to occur in the future. So totally. Yeah.
1: Right. And I, I do think like talking about the reality of teaching versus what we envision, there is like a reality that we all do kind of share. It's a, a lot more yard duty, a lot more responsibility outside the classroom than maybe we anticipated, right? Mm-hmm. You're the student council moderator, or you're the yearbook moderator, or you have to plan snacks for the weekly faculty meeting. You have IEP meetings, you're waiting in line at the copier at 745 every morning. Like those are things you don't dream of when you're thinking about. Are you the sure you don't dream
0: about making copies? Right. Oh. <laughs> the joy maybe about and laminating broken. <laughs>
1: Or the reality of just feeling like you're crunched for time all the time. Like everything planned down to the last minute. I have to grade lessons. I have to plan lessons. I have to email parents back. I have to meet with students. I have to go over their essays with them. I have to meet with other grade level teachers. I have to plan my learning outcomes for the spring semester. Like it's all that, I don't want to say busy work, but kind of, it's like that behind the scenes stuff that we don't think about. Again, maybe not what you had in mind when you dreamed of being a teacher. Instead, you probably pictured that fun interaction with your students, inspiring them, students telling you, you know, I love that lesson today. That was so much fun. Or it's you that taught me how to become a strong writer. Or maybe you envision like your well-behaved class and they're just all participating and loving your lessons. And they're all turning, their work working on time. And I say that, you know, kind of sarcastically, but the truth is like, that's possible. In fact, it's entirely possible, even inevitable, when you step into that role of the empowered ELA teacher, just like Caitlin was saying earlier, when you set that intention for this is how it's going to be, you can absolutely create that teaching life you've dreamed of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an empowered ELA teacher, we've talked about this on the podcast before, is a teacher who, who loves their job. You know, we're talking the days when you wake up before your alarm goes off because you're just freaking excited to teach that day's plot structure showdown game or you're going to play invasion to hook your students before they start reading the monsters or do on maple street if you've taught one taught our um our unit on that like so much fun um but not only do you love your job it's also not your whole world right it's this concept of both and which i shared recently on our monday mindset um, On YouTube, right? You're not spending your nights and weekends planning lessons. You're not dreading Sunday afternoons because it means grading that stack of essays from that third period. No, you walk into class every single day with like a pep in your step. Your students are excited about your lessons. Your principal is leaving you notes after a surprise observation. They're raving about your student engagement. And your teacher friends are like, what's going on? Like, why do you get to leave school when the bell rings and you get to be a great teacher and you get to have a great home life? It's like creating both and in your life, creating all of the things and sourcing all of the things that you set out with the intention to have in your life, you get to have and you can have as an empowered ELA teacher.
1: Yeah. So our goal with starting the EB Teachers Club and helping teachers step into that role of empowered ELA teachers, it was to impact the teaching industry and flip it on its head, right? Of course we want to provide middle school ELA teachers with fun and rigorous lessons, but the main goal is to impact teachers, to flip what it looks like and feels like to be a teacher. We want it to be when, you know, someone graduates from college and they tell their parents or their friends, like, I'm studying to be a teacher. I'm going to be a teacher that that news is met with excitement and people are happy for you and joyful for you. Not that pity of like, oh, do you know what? Teachers get paid or, oh, that's a lot of work. We want teachers to be or teaching to be seen as a profession that doesn't induce burnout or Sunday scaries or working long past contracted hours.
0: Yeah, we want teachers to create a life. We want you to create a life where you get to be, do and thrive, right? You get to be the teacher you want to be. You get to do great work in the classroom and you get to thrive outside of the classroom as well. So it's that win-win across the board. It's the 100%, 100% of the time that both and. And we want you as teachers to have all of the things that we just talked about. Engaged students, parents emailing you out of gratitude, awesome test scores, principal who just knows you've got it. They trust you, right? And time with your family and time to travel and time to do your hobbies. You can sit down and do a puzzle if you love puzzles like I do, right? Do whatever the heck you want. And so if you're ready to create that teaching life that you've dreamed of, and that is entirely possible, we'd love for you to join the waitlist for our EB Teachers Club at ebacademics.com forward slash wait And you'll immediately get like a fun whodunit mystery lesson for your students to solve where they practice finding evidence, explaining their reasoning, et cetera. Um, and it's that perfect first step, that lesson into the world of an empowered ELA teacher and while the eb teachers club is absolutely game changing and helping you create the teaching life you've dreamed of it's also and more importantly about stepping into the right mindset and that's what we're you know talking about here today is that word mindset it tends to get used so much that you might not even really value its importance anymore it's become kind of like chatter and that clutter in our brains it's become another buzzword but we're and i'm going to say and So we can have both and not either or, and we're going to explore mindset today through the lens of a self-coaching model that really made things click for both Jessica and myself in our business. And we know it's going to be invaluable for you in the classroom as well. It is incredibly powerful and it's so much deeper than mindset. It's internal work that impacts who we are. And what we believe is possible for ourselves in our lives. It like takes us out of our box and creates a new box for ourselves. It stretches us into different possibilities.
1: And you're going to see that in action in a few minutes. We're going to walk you through an example, but this is one of those episodes. You're probably going to want to listen to more than once for this to click and to even take some notes on it because we're going to be sharing a self-coaching model. And it comes from Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School, and Caitlin and I are fortunate enough to work with one of her coaches, Neil Williams. And some of you have even maybe heard Neil speak. She was at our Batch Planning Live event in January, and she is just wonderful. She helps people be more productive with their time, knowing that hard work doesn't create more success. So she shares really tangible um, strategies that you can apply to your own life to be more productive, but
0: not just you know, be in the thick of things. So I just love her.
1: And And she she also has
0: a podcast episode or a podcast. She does. Yes. Do you know the name of it? I'm looking it up really fast off the top of my head. No, not when I'm, I got it. It's called unbusy your life. There you go. Unbusy your life podcast with Neil Williams. It's fantastic. So Neil does these
1: coaching calls with us for our business. And she shared with us the following coaching model, and we're going to break it down today, but we're going to do it through the lens of a teacher. And this self-coaching model follows the acronym C-T-F-A-R. I wish that could be like, like there was a cute word we a could come up with. A mnemonic device or right, something. Right, totally. But, yeah, but it's just C-T-F-A-R. And it's a formula you can use to reframe your mindset and help you achieve that teaching life you absolutely desire. So I'm gonna go through what each of those letters stands for, and then we'll go through the example. So the C stands for circumstance. Think of this as like the facts, and the assumptions you have about your particular situation. The T is for thoughts, and it's the thoughts that cause the next part of the formula, the F for feelings. The feelings in turn drive our actions. That's what the A stands for. So this is what we do or don't do about our current circumstances. I really like that um, subtle like acknowledgement there. So your action can be something you do or something you don't do. Um, and finally, our actions create our results. And that's the R in the formula. And our results lead back to new thoughts, which cause new feelings and drive new actions. So again, the formula is C-T-F-A-R, circumstance, thoughts,
0: feelings, action, And results awesome so let's walk through an example of what this might look like in the current teaching reality right the one where you're pulled in a million different directions every single day constantly in line at the copier which let's be honest is jammed half the time doesn't work right grading the never-ending pile of essays and just trying to get your students to actually turn in their assignments on time let alone care about their work okay so using the formula you might say see this is a circumstance There's not, you might say this to yourself, there's not enough time in my class period to cover everything I need to. These are the facts. There's several ELA standards that I need to cover in the 43 minute class periods that I have every day. Okay. That's true. There are at least once a month, my class is interrupted for an assembly and shortened even more. These are circumstances. These are facts. Okay. So then these are your thoughts that get triggered by this circumstance. This is what you might think. I can't fit it all in. I'm always going to be rushing through my lessons and my students won't master the standards that I need to cover. There's no time for fun. I'm not cut out for teaching. I'm not good at this. Those are all thoughts from you, from your brain. So those thoughts then might lead to feelings, which is the F. And you might feel that pressure in your chest, Okay that like can't take the full breath. You have the headache at the end of each day, that constant buzzing in your ears when you're really tired or your eye twitches. Does anyone else's eye twitch? My eye twitches when I'm stressed and you have stress before the school day even begins. Okay. Those are all your feelings around those thoughts based on that circumstance. And so the feelings now drive the action that you do or don't take. So most often People typically do something that is going to make them feel better in the moment. So you have all these negative feelings, right? So to feel better in the moment, you might grab your phone and you might scroll through Instagram. You might drink a glass of wine. You might get lost in an episode of season two of Bridgerton. You might grab a lesson off of teachers, pay teachers to quickly fill a class period. But these actions don't solve the overall problem right? They're like those quick, quick hits, if you will. You know what I mean? It's like that quick dopamine rush, right? To make yourself feel better. And so the results then based on those actions, the results continue to be a rushed class period, right? Because has anything changed? Nothing, right? So your results continue to be a rushed class period where all the standards aren't getting covered and you're still scrambling to fit it all in. And then you go back to that same circumstance. It becomes a cyclical pattern that is never ending, right? Because nothing's getting interrupted. Like there's no pattern interruption essentially. But what if you truly practice stepping into the mindset of an empowered ELA teacher that we talk about at the beginning of this episode? So starting to bring awareness to all of these aspects of the CTFAR, right? You bring awareness to them. And Jessica's going to talk more about that
1: right so using this exact same formula and the same set of circumstances watch how a mindset shift can completely alter the results so let's go back to the circumstance there's not enough time in my class period to cover everything i need to these are the facts there are several ela standards i need to cover in the 43 minute class periods i have every day at least once a month my class is interrupted for an assembly and shortened even more so nothing's changed but this time I can choose to have these thoughts. I'm an empowered ELA teacher, I've got this. I can absolutely fit in everything I need to cover during my class period. And I can feel confident that my students are engaged in rigorous fun work while they're mastering those standards. Now my feelings, I feel at ease about fitting it all in. I'm excited about teaching my lessons each day. And I feel at peace about my job. I feel balanced between teaching, And enjoying my hobbies or my interests outside of school. I will take action to improve my circumstance by going back and listening to episode 141 on this podcast, all about fitting it all in. That's a positive action I can take. Oh, maybe I need some help with fitting in all my standards in a class, period. I'm not just going to, you know, whine about it or vent about it. I'm going to do something about it. So I go back and I listen to that podcast episode. Hmm. I can also start batch planning my lessons for 90 days out so that I'm more in control of covering all the standards. I'm also gonna use my standards checklist to plan out my lessons in advance. I'm gonna rinse and repeat activities so that my students master those standards. I'm also gonna use an effective bell ringer to make sure I cover everything that I need to during the entire year. Those are very clear actions I can take and you'll notice that my results now are going to be different. What's going to happen? Well, your lessons are planned out at least 90 days in advance. So you're not scrambling to find a last minute activity. You're so familiar with the standards that you actually need to cover because you use your standards checklist and you've trimmed the fat in your lessons. You're no longer teaching something just because it's in your textbook, but because you know it aligns with what your students need. Your lessons are all muscle, no fat. Students are showing evidence of mastering the standards because you're rinsing and repeating activities. Each time you do these activities, your students are working more efficiently and at a higher level. So those 43-minute class periods, no longer an issue.
0: So do you see how changing your mindset or set in another way, your thoughts and your feelings, right? Because our thoughts lead to our feelings. That's drastically going to improve the actions that you take or don't take and thus ultimately improve your results, right? There's a saying, life is what, 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. This is literally that in action. Like this is what that means, right? And so this is the secret to creating the teaching life you dreamed of. It start, has to start here with the mindset piece because like we talked about at the beginning, then you start to take inspired action, right? That action is different because my feelings and my thoughts are different around the circumstances. Circumstance literally has not changed. And so it makes you wonder why some people in some circumstances respond differently than other people in other circumstances. And it's literally like, look at this, this is it. You know, I remember my dad telling me growing up, heading to like our basketball games and stuff, just all about mental toughness, you know, and like staying in the game and like not getting distracted and like staying focused and staying positive, whatever. It's so true in life. I mean, this is, this concept, CTFAR, is applicable to any circumstance, not just the classroom. It could be applicable to a communication that you had with your partner. It could be applicable to a communication that you had with your principal. It could be applicable to how you feel about yourself when um, you think about your goals in life, whatever it is, right? And so it's all about this and then taking the inspired action once those thoughts and feelings are in the right frame of mind, right? That's when you start to see the results that you want. So we want you to try it out, like actually do this, bring awareness into your life of the CTFAR method and this formula and apply it to the circumstance that you're currently experiencing in your classroom. You could sit down right now and do this. You could say, what's the circumstance? What's the fact? And what are my thoughts around this fact? And then how does that make me feel those thoughts? And because I feel that way, what are the actions that I'm going to take? And then what are the results that I'm going to get because of those actions that I take? So work through all of those steps to get yourself better results. You get, look at, look at how you get to be in control, right? Of what happens to you in your life. It's no longer that victim mentality, right? It's a hundred percent responsibility. One hundred percent of the time you get to be in control of your thoughts and your feelings. So we want you to write it all out put it front and center on your desk at work or wherever on your mirror at your house so that you are reminded every single day that you get to be responsible to create the teaching life that you dream of. And with that, we hope that you guys find inspiration in this. This has changed our lives. Like I'm, mean, I know I'm speaking for you, but no, speak away. Preach on! <laughs> it has changed our lives. Like the concept of 100% responsibility, 100% of the time, is game changing. It's life changing. You get to be the source of everything that happens to you, and I know that that's really, really hard sometimes to put like that sense of self aside and that pride, you know, like no one wants to admit that they're wrong or no one wants to admit to their faults or their wrongdoings or like the negative parts of who they are. But if you really want to improve and you really want to be the person that you really want to be, and you want to have the life that you envision for yourself, it really starts with that. It starts with you. It starts with like that internal work on who you are and that personal responsibility. So use the CTFAR method, follow Neil. On, but this isn't like, Neil doesn't even know that we're recording this podcast episode. She's got, all of a sudden going to get all of these new followers and <laughs> teachers. And Neil is amazing. Um, and her podcast episode of unbusy your life is just her, her podcast rather is just fantastic. So we hope this helps you guys. Um, and we will see you next week on the podcast as we really head into the end of the school year. So we're thinking of you guys hanging there. If you didn't get to do our, um, literature parade yet, there's still time. If you still have a couple weeks left of school, go listen to that podcast episode from a few weeks ago um, and do that fun activity with your students to round out the school year. All right, you guys, have a great one. We'll see you next week on the podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.